Welcome to Lockdown Listen, a community keyboard's daily delve into the programme archives over the past four decades, and featuring music and conversation with Ian Wollstenholme and some of the organ and keyboard world greats. It was once said that organ music conjures up the impression of Mr Bark at a thundering great pipe instrument. But for the next couple of weeks, Sounds Organised gives the modern slant to this phrase, with the help of our special guest artist, Tony Pegler. As usual, this is Ian Wollstenholme welcoming you to another edition of Radio Cavell's weekly programme of All That's Best from the Popular Organ World. I'm often amazed at just how much technology has crept into keyboard instruments almost overnight, and perhaps none more so than the latest organs from National Panasonic's organ division, Technics. Being a proud owner of one such instrument myself at home, I guess that I am a little biased towards this product, but at the same time I'm always more than ready to listen to the comments of other manufacturers. Today, and also next week, we give you the opportunity to judge for yourself, as well as revealing some of the darker secrets of our guest, Tony Pegler.
Tony Pegler at the Technics G7 electronic organ. Well, last week I went along to Chadderton's Bower Hotel and tried to carry out a serious conversation with Tony. I say try because, as you'll no doubt hear, Tony is seldom to be found in a serious mood. And this is before we've started. <laughs> well, you might not realise it. Uh, but over the the last three years of Sounds Organised, yes, oh, yes, it's actually that? on there. You're, yeah, you're yeah. are we all right? Yeah. Take two. Take two. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. Really... <laughs> I didn't tell you. No, you didn't. <laughs> right, let's try it again. <laughs> you may not realise it. This is actually going to be broadcast. You know, no, it is. You'll edit this. Do you think I will? Yes, yes, you will. You'll edit this. You think I'll edit this? I mean, you listen. You 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 sat sat there. In, in, in my bedroom in a kimono and me and, and, and me and, and me and a jock strap. I mean, you 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 can't anything but edit this. You look very we, nice. We, sh we shall see, darling. Okay, darling. <laughs> For the third time, <laughs> you may not realise this. I'm getting fed up of reading this. The ink's fading now. But but over the last um, the last three years since Sam's organised has been. Uh, <laughs> I'll do my Robin, Robin Day voice now. Good evening. Oh, uh, very good. Good. Really? Oh. You did the rest of it. Can you do any more of that? I haven't got the ball tie, I'm afraid, tonight. <laughs> Can I borrow yours? Anyway, you may not realise this. For the last three years, uh, since you put me off now, since Soundswalk and Ice has been on Radio Cavell, it's been my privilege to talk to many organists, uh, both names famous, infamous, and, of course, the not-so-well-known organists. Uh, tonight's no exception, because I think our guest falls into the last category <laughs> Sorry about that. I'll do the serious bit now. This is scripted now, note. The Technics Roadshow is on the move, and today the 40-feet shoreliner caravan rests outside the Bower Hotel, Chatterton. Doesn't sound at all impressive, does it, that? No, no. Anyway, with it... This is something I hyped from a magazine. It's supposed to, it's a big build-up, Tony. It's a big build-up. It's not outside the Bower Hotel. Shh. Ah, it's It is, isn't it? Of course it is. It's not called a road show. Shh. It is. Oh, right, okay. Big, big thing. Sorry. Big thing. Big thing. Sorry. I've lost my place. <laughs> Here we are. Within the space of a few years, the Technics Organ Division of National Panasonic have certainly made their presence felt on the organ music scene. And joining me on Sounds Organised today, if we can possibly catch him in a serious moment for a second, which is highly improbable, is the chief demonstrator for techniques, Tony Pegler. Welcome to Radio Cavell, Tony. <laughs> How to do? Why are you giggling like that? And I love that bit about chief demonstrator. The only reason I'm called the chief demonstrator is because I'm the only one they've got. Now, you know that. Now, now just be serious and sensible. It's, it's lovely to be here. Great fun. Are you a giggler? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid so, and I know you are. <laughs> is, is it right? I've read somewhere that your first big break into the into the music scene as a whole came as a, as a tea boy in a music store. Is, 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 is that right? Yeah, that, that's absolutely right. I, my father uh, took me along uh, to see uh, an organ show one very wet Wednesday night, and I really didn't want to go because, you know, I thought it was going to be... And, I mean, this, no disrespect to, to all the guys that like it, but I thought it was all going to be pipes and all that stuff. And I'm young, just, I was young then, and really a bit of a jazzer more than anything else, and it didn't really appeal to me. And the guy I went to see was Jerry Allen, 
Now, Jerry Allen, for my money, is still the finest organ player in the world, of, of, of that sort of playing, that organ playing thing. He's, he's such a sensitive player, wonderful harmony, still plays fantastically, for me anyway. And I suppose like everybody does, um, you know, when you've been to your first organ show, you, you tend to take a trip to the organ shop just so you can see, get a, a picture, a brochure, just so you can have a close-up look, you know. And uh, I, I happened to go in at just the right time because they were looking for a, a, a Saturday lad, you know, just to make the tea and the coffee and that sort of stuff. And, and that's really how I started. And that was about a fortnight or three weeks before I was due to go to college. So I'd have been just come up to 15 then. And I was going to college to learn to be a chef. Oh. Yes, because I couldn't think of anything better to do with my time. I'd never really thought about music at all. Although I've been a very keen listener for, for donkey's years and, and have been musical to the extent I never really played anything. You know. I'd, I'd had one or two piano lessons and uh, gave that up as a bad job. You know, cause I just didn't enjoy it. Became bored with it. Yeah, well, that's right. right. I got right. bored with it, you know. And, and, and the dear old soul who used to teach me, he, he was he was charming, you know. Play the C scale right, Pegler. That's right. Whack. Well, it, well, it wasn't quite that bad, but he he he. He had friends and relatives in Germany, and he used to spend all the music <laughs> talking about his friends and relatives in Germany, which was very interesting, but <laughs> not, 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 quite, not quite what I needed, you know. <laughs> and um, so I gave that up as a bad job. I learned to play the scale of C, because you know, I'm scared of G on a, on a double bass, but I wanted to. I wanted to pluck it, and the, and the teacher wanted me to bow it, so we parted company there. So that would give that up as a bad job, and, and that was it, really. And then I just left it alone, just went back to my records and all that stuff. And uh, then I got this, this job, quite out of the blue, which was tremendous. I mean, it was fascinating. And uh, I spent... Well, it was every Saturday, but that became every Saturday and every lunchtime, and then every Saturday and every lunchtime and evening after college. I was always late for college. And all my holidays, and, 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 and I, it was great. And I spent the first year up in the guitar department, learning how to um, uh, tune guitars and, and all that. Yeah, which was, that was great, because it, uh, I, I can't play guitar, but it, it got some pitches yeah. established in my head. And I found that, that I, I didn't actually need those sort of pitch pipes and things that guitar players use to tune their guitars. I could I could do it out of my head, which was which is very good. I don't have perfect pitch, but as long as I got a starting line, I got a fairly good relative pitch. And um, and somebody picked that up and asked if I'd help out with the, with the organ teaching. Um, so I had a crash six week course of um, how to play the organ very quickly, you know, and and. And that's how it all started. So.
Remember, you heard it first on Sounds Organised. Of course, since since those days, Tony, you've come through two um, organ companies, uh, the Thomas Company and, and Lowry. Uh, you mentioned, uh, oops, Tony Pegler's just gone and collapsed on the bed. There we are. <laughs> There's well, not a lot I can say to that. Is it a dirty word? Dirty words I've said there? No, or? not at all. I, 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 um, I had twelve years in retail where, and they were they were the, the really the twelve years that sort of span that that span the, the that marvelous period before the boom time of the organ, before when organs were still a bit Mickey Mousey, you know, and and um, over that period of time. I was very fortunate enough to meet uh, a lot of the people who are considered to be the, the masters, both past and present. Uh, Jerry Anna, who uh, is still a very close and dear friend, and, and I love him very much. He's a great guy. And Brian Sharp, I mean, remember Brian Sharp before. Uh, well, I remember when he first he first started on the organ scene as as a as a product presenter. I don't, I don't think, I think demonstrator is, is, is the wrong word now. I mean, you're presenting product, which is yes. a little different. Yeah. Um, and I mean, a, a lot of the old names, the, the old, I say old, I mean, with respect, uh, the older, the old, older personalities, like George Blackmore, Vic Hammett, bless him, and, um, um, and all those guys, you know. Who was Frida Hall? I remember oh, meeting Frida Hall, right. yes. and I met Ethel, Ethel Smith, and uh, uh, Harold Smart, of course, yes. and uh, and his father Charles. You, you've mentioned some good old cinema organ oh, sure. names there. Were you particularly inspired at all in in, in days gone by by the cinema organ before no. you became a no, not, not at all, not 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 ever, and. There have only been two occasions where I've been really uh, dumbstruck by by pipes, and that and that was um, once I heard um, Hector Oliveira mm. playing privately, which was which is a little different than than than, than a public concert because he tends to play his stuff, which again is a little different, which is, which was fabulous. I'm not. I'm not a great admirer of pure technique no. because technique is is just pushing knobs and buttons and, and pushing notes up and down, uh, which yeah, <laughs> to a certain degree, if you practice long enough and hard enough, I, mean, I think most people can do. But I love what what hap the creative side of of of, of the, the music. You know, I like harmony and interpretation, and uh, uh, which is why I like. The things that Hector Oliveira does, like on the side, you know, uh, and also Brian Robwell. I heard a, a cassette of Brian Robwell playing, uh, oh, I don't know, some some gr the Granada tooting or or, or <laughs> you know wherever tooting. I don't even know where tooting is. No, I don't. It's in London, yes. Whatever it was, you know. And um, uh, circa, I don't know, nineteen. 60, 59-60, and it was brilliant, it was absolutely brilliant, but he didn't play it as a, as a theatre organ, he played it as, a, as an orchestra, which, if you think about it, is 
really the way that they were supposed to have been played in the first place. Because this term theatre organ is a thing that, that really sort of grew up out of... The, for, that that was the, mm. the, the the public's name for for this instrument, right. because I mean, if you take Wurlitzer, the Wurlitzer, the pipe organ company, they never actually made an instrument called a theatre organ. The instrument that they made was an instrument called a unit orchestra, and it was designed to replace the old pit orchestras, which were not only very expensive but weren't very good. Uh, which is why you find noises like saxophones and trumpets and and, and oboes and all that sort of stuff. And out of I mean, they, they produced an instrument that, well, certainly the brass was good, you know, and the reeds were iffy, you know, but I mean, passable. Uh, and they put all these flute things, you know, as, as well, uh, which is a carryover from the, from the traditional organ, um, which was intended to have been played orchestrally. Well, out of that intention came this style, which came, became known as the theatre organ style, which was really, it was just that here was this instrument, we might as well get and do something with it. And so this sort of style came out. But Brian Robwell wasn't doing that. He was playing this damn thing as, a, as an orchestra. He was playing real brass figures and real reed, reed figures, you know, like saxes and clarinets playing. And he, like he was putting on, he was putting on the reeds, um, but putting on with it uh, like an eight foot tibia and a, t and a two and two thirds tibia, and making the tibias wobble um, to to give that that harmonic that that the, the, the Glenn Miller thing yeah, has. Right. Um, and he had it coupled up with, to the piano, the phantom piano, and all that stuff. And it was brilliant. He played the bass on like a bass player plays, you know, and. Unfortunately, he virtually got the sack for doing it. And, it was, and it's a shame because, <laughs> oh because that is what was supposed to have happened with oh, the instrument. Yeah. And if a few a few other people have, have played it like that, I mean, Fats Waller did a great thing uh, on pipes. Yeah. A I mean, Fats Waller is, is, is a very, very, very well known um, uh, jazz piano player. Uh, plays great stride piano, but he did a marvelous thing on pipes. Uh, but very far and few between.
we've we've come a long way since those uh, those older days of the the original electric organs, bringing us nicely to the present. Oh. Tony, ha ha, and our oh. Japanese. Oh. What are you doing that for, John? Oh, time's up. Oh. <laughs> What's that white beard you've got? Anyway, um, Techniques Organs, you you work for the company. Do you enjoy, first of all, working to, 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 to uh, promote such a, a fine instrument? Well, I mean, you came to the show tonight. I mean, how did it sound? Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that, no, that, that, say no more. That's what it's all about. I've never... Um, I mean, I've I've learned a tremendous amount with 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 Thomas uh, about the business, and, yeah. and uh, I mean, very green, you know. And then, um, uh, and I think our sandwich is a tea just a minute. Oh, oh, wonderful! That's good. Right, an ideal opportunity to take a short musical break. Tony Pegler there playing the organ hoedown in the background. And uh, next week we'll carry on with our conversation with Tony and hear yet more of the new Technics G7 electronic organ. Also on the programme will be a special competition set by Tony, especially for Sounds Organised, which gives you the chance to win a copy of his new LP record, made on the G7. As for today's show, the items of music which you heard, at the top of the programme, played on the Technics G7, Root Be A Rag, and then going back to a few years ago, on the Thomas Coronado, Tony played the Blue Tango, and on Lowry Cotillion, Once In A While, East Of The Sun. Until the same time next week, from myself, Ian Wollstoneholm, do hurry up and get well again very, very soon, and until then, cheerio for now. Bye-bye. <laughs>